1: Hello everybody and welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast. My name is Brendan. And I'm Commander Wolf. Now, Wolf, I'm gonna give you um I'm gonna give you one guess to tell me uh to tell me why I chose that method of introing.
0: Uh because it is so different from how we how, I guess how you normally do an intro, that it's going to be in great contrast to how loud and energetic you're about to be
1: um we are gonna get loud and energetic i tell you what <laughs> but i have a lot of a lot to say tonight about certain marbles but no i just wanted to match the intro to the name of the track that we were dealing with uh... tonight and that is mellow meadows what a track that i'm really sense. excited for it but before we get into that i got a i got a fun little um just bunch of information i want to share so in my um office so the office i work at okay I work. I'm am an engineering intern right now, just office civil engineering, and um, every every day at lunch, actually every day at like twelve thirty, we have it kind of timed, so we always we never miss games. Every day at lunch, we do like a half hour, forty five minutes of what we call office golf, where basically, um, I I mean this was before I started. They started doing this way a few years ago some of the people from the office had that this idea to do like a little mini golf game in the office during lunch. And one of the guys built all these obstacles. And when I mean built obstacles, I mean like built awesome little wood structures that are all different and have different little, um, gimmicks and stuff that like really make for very entertaining obstacles. And then like, we don't have like a hole or anything. Cause like we can't like drill a hole in the ground for like mini golf, but we have to like traverse through all the obstacles um and finish the course so we can set them all up and we have this course so we have this carpeted area that we kind of use it is really the most wonderful thing about my job and i actually like the other parts of my job as well so it's great so i just wanted to share with you all the um, a few of them um, well there are only a few so a few of the cool obstacles that the uh that they came up with to make because they're really amazing um so i figured this would be a good use to the intro so they have let's see so it's pretty basic. Three, uh, three of the obstacles are just gates. So they're like made out of like PVC pipes. So they're three like, huh, how big are the gates? Maybe like the size of two tissue boxes in width, you know, and like the size of one tissue box in height. I don't know why I'm using tissue boxes came to mind. And they're just <laughs> gates. They're just like little PVC pipe gates, or painted gray for whatever reason. Um, and there's, you have to hit the you have to hit the ball through it a certain direction. We have like a half pipe that sometimes we go in. With a half pipe facing up, sometimes it's just a pipe down, like a little tunnel. Um, so those are like normal obstacles. We have um, we have a few. There's a bunch of them beautifully crafted out of the wood. One of them is this really really cool ramp. It's about a 45 degree ramp. Um, it's about as long as a couple rulers lined end to end, couple feet. It has um, if you would imagine like the ramp, the uh, the hypotenuse of the ramp. It's, uh, it's a normal ramp, except you cut two holes. I'd say about three golf balls wide each hole, and um, they're like rectangular holes with curved edges, and they're towards the top of the ramp, so they create little lanes on the ramp. So if you hit if you hit and miss the lane, you'll fall in the hole, fall down, and you go out the side, and you have to re-go around the ramp. It is so cool. Um, and then you have about three golf balls or two golf balls wide and about five golf balls long, um, I'd say the holes are. So they're, they're enough to, like, you have to kind of plan your shot. Uh, what else there's this there's this uh structure we call pinball which is like you go up it's covered completely covered so you go up this ramp and the ramp the ramp is covered so you don't see most of it and then the ramp also gets narrower as you go up it's about two golf balls wide at the top and there's this little hole you have to slip through and then the other side of the ramp has all these pegs like a little plinko so the ball will come down the like a similar ramp on the other side and it will bounce out and it looks like um, it looks like a bow tie. From a top view of it, it looks like a bow tie because you go up into a narrow segment and then down oh. into a wide segment. Um, and we call it pinball. And it's actually quite hard because you can also fall out the sides. And if you fall out the sides, you have to go back and do it again, whatnot. So it's a really <laughs> cool little obstacle and it's beautifully made out of wood. Um, we have a couple others. One's called directional box, which just has like, it's very simple, like ramp up. It's like this box though. It's like covered and you, and you can go to the left or you go to the right on it. Um, we have this kind of a similar ramp, With like one hole in the center that's just made out of cardboard. It's not the best made one, but it's still cool. Um, That's kind of the extent. We we kind of the new obstacle which you don't like, which is a big foam board with big holes in it. That if you fall in, you get like little reward, like um, like minus three in your score. But uh, I don't like that one that much, so I'm not gonna talk about it. Oh, and then the final thing, the end, the end, like the final way you have to get to to finish, is like there's this metal ramp. I'd say about two, three, probably three golf balls high, two, three golf balls high, and it uh, empties into this nine, like imagine like a grid of nine squares, nine squares, probably about two golf balls by two golf balls in length, um, and width, I guess, Um, it's it's a grid of nine squares, and each of the squares, like, the squares further away from the ramp give you a, a higher negative from your score, so... It's really cool, so we make a little course with the ramp and into the pinball and into the gates and then the, the, the we end in the little nine square grid box. It is, it, is, it is truly amazing and it makes for a very fun day at work every day, so I, that I had to share that and just the craftsmanship really shows with engineers, I guess, but the craftsmanship of the obstacles is so good. They work so well, so I'm glad I could share that with you, but that's all I have for the intro. And um, good thing because we have a lot to talk about marble wise in Mellow Meadows. But I'm gonna pitch it over to Watch waft, <laughs> Watch, pitch it over to Waf See if he has anything of value to throw into our ears.
0: Uh, I don't have much. And, like I'm just like my expo for my big old project is this Friday. After that, my graduation is on Monday. I'm to school. school. Oh my gosh, it's gonna be so good! I can't wait to be done. I'm so, I, 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 I just don't like school. I really don't. Hey, this well. is not my thing. But I made it through. I've made it through, so well, almost, almost. Don't wanna count. Don't wanna, don't wanna count my chickens before they hatch, as they say. Don't count them chickens.
1: But,
0: yeah, but I, I'm. It's looking good, and I have a job lined up. Like it seems things are gonna go pretty smoothly. And uh, I guess maybe you should mention this here, like. So we're going to try to actually have a regular schedule after this. So starting next week, we're, our, our regular time that we'll try to aim for every single week. So with, without like having to like update. <laughs> no college
1: or yeah. Waff is like three years older than me, bro. Live <laughs> <Yeah. Black> chat. <laughs> talking to you. Yeah.
0: But we're, we're, I think we're, like, was it, it was 4 p.m. on Friday is what we're aiming for for a regular schedule going forward.
1: Yeah, um, it's good. It, that will work. And it most likely will end up being later and later every week because, right. um, like, for example, May 27th, Kenobi comes out. Me and my friend, apparently the episodes come out every Friday. Me and my friend want to watch Kenobi uh. together. So we're going to watch Kenobi together. Why? Because it's Star Wars. We're going to watch it together. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, we're going <laughs> to i didn't even get angry about that i don't know why i did yeah. um but we're gonna watch it again so i am so then the episode will shift to like later in the day probably seven i could right. see seven being that time you know
0: that might be it might be a little bit later than that too just because like uh once my new job starts like it's like a standard like eight or nine to five so like it would that would mean that i would probably be back to my apartment around six thir- like either like six or six thir- like, no, six would probably be i went back so like then like so but, but that's my time so maybe like, 7 or 8 p.m. your time run might be what it ends up being in like a month and a half from now
1: for sure oh i've chat um saying sierra finished college today oh congrats tell her i said um congrats to her oh tell her to message me again i haven't talked to her in when was the last time i talked to sierra life's been busy and i've met a lot of new people because i moved to a new place so i just haven't said anything to her in a while i usually our relationship since she messaged at me a long time ago, was just sending memes, basically. So <laughs> I stopped doing that because I don't have even the time to send memes to people lately. But um, man, I think it's been months since I really said anything her. So um, say them in her. Say Marble Guy. Reach out to Marble Guy again. Um, I mean, I know I could just reach out to her, but that takes effort. And I don't have a lot of that. So anyway, I'm going to leave that on you. And I'll be um, focusing on my life until that day comes. Let's get to the news. Let's do that, and then when we come back, we have marvels to talk about. We're gonna hit Mellow Meadows hard, and then we're gonna we're gonna wrap with emails. So we have emails from last week that are spilled over, and we have yeah. new emails this week. So if you have an email that need that's going to be read, it's gonna be towards the end of the episode. So stick around, um, because we want to hit hard. Mellow Meadows a lot going on in this um, race that we need to see, um, and we need to we need to just kind of explore. So let's get to the news, and we'll see you on the other side for Mellow Meadows.
0: Hello, Marble Sports fans. I'm Commander Wolf here with the Marble Sports Worldwide News. There actually isn't that much this week, but hey, if there is news, I'm gonna give it to you. Race 5 of Marvel 1 Season 3, Mellow Meadows, was anything but, as we had some of the most aggressive and impressive racing we have ever seen in Marvel 1 history. The race was off to a chaotic start, with a streaker managing to get onto the track. The officials were able to catch them, and the race was restarted. Out of the gate, Red Eye kinda struggled as it moved from first to fifth. But as the race went on, they would slowly climb the way back up in order to become a real contender for that gold medal. On the other end of the spectrum, Clutter had a massive jump from 7th all the way up to 2nd just by the end of the first lap. And by the second lap, they were in first place! They held that lead well, and it looked like they were going to make it all the way to the end. But on the very last lap, right as they were going into the bumpers, Red Eye rolled right over the obstacle and shot ahead of Clutter. Stunned from the pass, Clutter also got passed by Orangen, but managed to recover to hold onto that third place position. In the end, the race concluded with Red Eye in first, Orange in, in second, and Clutter in third. We're almost at the halfway point, but it's not really quite definitive just yet who's going to win this. The Arrangers are only two points behind the Crazy cat size, and five points behind them are the Balls of Chaos. Those top three are quite ahead of everyone else below them, but there's still so many races left to go that that lead could shrink quite quickly. This M1 season is just getting more and more exciting with each race, and I can't wait to see the next one. Well, that's all the news I got for you. And know we're short, but thank you for listening. I'm Commander Wolf. You are the best fans in the world. Let's kick it on back with a podcast.
1: Hi, we are back from the news i had to put a little mellow touch on it but we are back from the news guys and i um again like i said before the news i want to just jump right in so mellow meadows i'm just i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna waste time mellow meadows race five of season three <laughs> a hugely pivotal race for so many reasons but let's throw a re let's throw reasons out there Woff. why don't we throw reasons out as to why race five is so pivotal number one Based on the final standings from this race, we have a clear top three, a clear, Mm -hmm. a very separated, like oil and water, in separation top three Mm -hmm. for the teams that will be contenders for first place in season three. Waff.
0: Yep, indeed. And it's a weird one, like Red Eye. Not expected. Very expected. expected. We all kind of saw this coming. But Orangen and clutter, and then right behind for this race Arab. What?
1: Right, I know. And um, and in the standings, cobalt's coming up in fourth, but they're mm-hmm. still they're quite a so bit down. Up there. Alpine I, did really good yeah, no, and that's what I'm saying. A lot of new marbles making a statement. We talked about this in the last episode when we covered O Raceway, where it was a really that was the race of rookies. We got mm-hmm. and I know they're not nec- they're not all necessarily rookies to Marvel one, to- but my, my point being rookies to glory. Rookies to glory. Rookies to being able to spend time in the top one for a while. Rookies to being able to have that moment where they stand out. So that was O Raceway. This race was like, okay, here are the three, three veterans, by the way, here are the three that you're going to actually need to start focusing on. But it also said another thing. You know what I think this race said for me that's going to be interesting? It said to me, it finally put the final nail in the coffin that I needed to get over the hump of finally accepting the balls of chaos and clutter as valid contenders. I always, We always kind of glossed around... Balls of chaos. I feel like, oh yeah, they're there, and oh yeah, we'll get to the. We'll... I was always acknowledging, like I was, I said it frankly, oh, uh-uh. like either the uh-uh. second or Don't third take race. Don't
0: uh, no, no, no. Not. Uh-uh. no, 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 talking, no, 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 Marvel, uh, no, 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 no
1: all of Marvel one meaning not just this season. Anyway, go ahead, say what you were going to say because you were no 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 knowing. So I don't know.
0: <laughs> I was just say, well, I was saying that for this season, I was pointing out how like like literally, I said like, hey, the, the, the balls of chaos are doing really good. Maybe they're trying to redeem themselves after the the uh, the maniacs failure. And so you know, I've been like keeping an eye on them the entire time, and I've been talking like, hey, they're doing good, they're consistent.
1: Yo, Alex, sorry, uh, quick pause in the live chat alex just puts in because i was mentioning sierra sierra before she, he's like i'm not gonna say what she thinks of you it's a long story how do you say that in a live? obviously i'm gonna ask now i'm gonna want to know how you can't you yeah. can't write that in live chat and then not tell me don't you have to say yeah. it in live chat but i'm definitely demanding that you you dm me that i'm curious now i'm foully curious um I hate when people do that. I mean, it's fine, but I hate when people like like be like, "I have this information," but I'm not gonna say. Oh no, you're replying to someone else. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Completely void of of me then. Um, that that that's funny. Um, <sighs> <You're my friend. laughs> she has thoughts on Elzeer. That's funny. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Sorry, uh, but no, I feel that. But as a community. And, and listen, I, I remember when you mentioned Clutter and Balls of Chaos. I remember. I remember that you pointed them out to me earlier on. You're like, Balls of Chaos. Balls of Chaos. Don't sleep on Balls of Chaos. They are here to stay. But I'm talking about an overarching theme Marbula 1. Because every time we we talk about bar, Balls of Chaos, um, other than this and maybe one other episode, we would always be like, yeah, Balls of Chaos are all right. They're always fighting in there. They're always doing the best they can. This spills to Marble League, by the way, because they're about the same in Marble League. Yeah. This is how we always talked about them. And I'm telling you right now that that as someone who is who always loves to talk about the teams that are worth talking about, Balls of Chaos have finally become a team worth talking about in, in Marble 1 after this race. And not just because they led the most laps but because they showed that they could contend solely with the best of the best. It's one thing when you're in a pack of marbles and you come out on top after all the time in the pack of marbles, but when you just have the top three and two of them are veteran marbles who have already put up just very egregious wins in the past in Marbula 1 and you could compete with them, you deserve some attention. And they've built that credibility over time. So this race is not just let us see the top three contenders, but let us focus on balls of chaos in that top three, which is big. It's big to shift focus to a new team. Where are the Savage Speeders? They're not anywhere. They're nothing. They are nobody this season. They are not worth mentioning. The name Savage Speeders is not even worth thinking about for more than the second that I just said it. So we're not going to.
0: Well no, there there is a, there is something we'll talk about them for this but like Oh uh, no, this is the like, there's what,
1: the rapidly a dancing at the yeah, end Yeah but wonderful. like
0: We we wanna mention like uh something that Ahmed said here. Like they're talking about how like the the top three literally have like that one superstar racer. I feel like this doing a disservice to Yellow Eye and like yes, they've been doing great, but here's the thing. Like if not mistaken, two of the races that Yellow Eye have been at have been the races in the past that they've done poorly at before. Yellow Eye was still like third place over overall in the individuals last year, so I wouldn't count Yellow Eye out just yet.
1: I don't count Yellow Eye out either. I think I actually at one point thought Yellow Eye was going to be a better racer than Red Eye. We were proved wrong. Waff was actually right about that because he, he um, assumed otherwise. But um, but again, along along the lines, like, um, I'm more talking. I mean, Savage Speeders are just not worth talking about. You know, as opposed to rapidly doing a little jig at the end of the race, which is wonderful. But if that's what they have to do to get attention right now? That's not good. And why is rapidly racing again this year? That's
0: a good question,
1: honestly. we I, 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 but- I, sc- I didn't just yell, I screamed. I didn't just scream, I i just... I bled from my mouth about this last year. <laughs> Figurative oh, bleeding, know. figurative bleeding, meaning just, 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 passionate proclamation about this not being a good idea. Ra- Why? Why is rapidly racing? You have other marbles. I mean, you have two. You have two other marbles on the Savage Beaters team that have the the some of the highest pedigree you're ever going to find in a marble athlete. Why you would put rapidly back in when he's proved to not be? What he could, what he should be for the Savage Speeders team is beyond me. Speedy's also not having a great year, but that's a moot point. I'm really, it's just, it 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 fails time and time again. Putting rapidly out there. There's a lot being revealed in the Mellow Meadows race. The Savage Speeders are being revealed that we shouldn't really reveal them. We shouldn't talk about them. That's what's being revealed. I mean, I mean, this is enough. This is enough of the Savage Speeders. Beat- I'm actually not. I don't really want to focus on them now in the race. I want to focus on the O-Rangers. Term, what's going on? I want to focus on the Crazy Cat size. I want to focus on the the balls of chaos. And I even want to focus a little bit on the Cobalts and the primary team. Team primary. That's where my focus is. Well, if any other revealing things to you? Um...
0: Just uh, rapidly is either a taking is just not serious enough, dancing at the finish line at getting sixteenth place, zero points, or b as the like I as a uh, Red Roller said like they're just uh, angrily like ro-
1: rolling around <laughs> just pacing. In, in, <laughs> I think like, that's more. Darrr! like... Sixteenth <laughs> <16th> again. seventeenth? <laughs> I, I forget. I could see it. I mean, think about it. That's how I would be. That's how yeah. I would be. If I was rap, if you were rapidly, how would you feel right now? You're out of uh, place. I would- if I was rapidly, I would feel upset and frustrated because I'm out of place. I'm put in an event that I can't thrive at, and I've shown that I'm a good marble athlete. Look at the savage beaters in marble league. Look at rapidly in marble league. But he's being asked to compete again in something that he is not really the most capable for. I would be frustrated. I would dance all the way right back up the track, back to the elevator. Oh my gosh! That's <laughs> what I would
0: do. i'll uh, by up uh, back up the elevator. I'm oh, at. Yeah, that would be that. Would, like I don't know what's going on with rapidly. They're clearly giving rapidly a whole lot of chances, and they're just they're throwing them all out the window here. They have very little time to make it up right now. They have to do. They would have to do absolutely phenomenal. If they don't, do uh, not bring rapidly back again, please. They've, no, they clearly yeah. have shown they're just not good at marble racing, but they are good at they're like they're a high speeder. They're good at competition stuff. So put
1: them marble back. league. They can do well in marble league. And you know what they league do? League. They do do well in marble league. I think last year in marble league, they they I mean it was either in the sprint event or the relay event. There was one event that we actually we pulled rapidly mm-hmm. out. We extracted him like a yeah. diamond amongst the rough and said this marble shined in this event, and the event was speed based.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I d- I even remember that. I just can't remember which event it was. It's been a while, but like I do remember rapidly we had a very st- a big standout moment last season. I just don't remember which one it was. Uh, maybe the chat can tell us. Uh, but close on me. Uh, triathlon. They got gold in triathlon. That's right. Thank you, pesky.
1: Alex is saying he thinks the savage beaters are gonna die in the marble league too. I would be careful with that. I don't know if I misspoke. Uh, no, no, I don't know no, 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 no he- this. Yeah, you you misspoke. Like, in my
0: opinion, saying that they're gonna die is is crazy because no, I'm not. I
1: would in M one they are moot. They are not worth paying attention to. Marble League is a different story. You bet that when when Fantasy comes out, Savage Speeders will be on my Marble League team once again. My fantasy team once again. Absolutely. And I've told you that I said this last year, and I hold to this. If the Savage Beaters are not on your fantasy team in Marble League, you're picking a bad fantasy team. I don't care who you mm-hmm. put on there, and you don't have to put the Savage Beaters in the multiplier. You don't have to go nuts with it. You don't have to do any yeah. of that. I'm telling you that they need to be on that team. Well, I never. Until was said that to further no, until further notice, until data proves otherwise, they need to be on that team.
0: No, definitely. I remember I think at one point, like, I'm not sure if it was last year's or the year before that, you said like they need to be your times too, at least. Like, now, what, I,
1: a, I think I did that say true. that. And at the time, that was true. Am I yes. careful about that now? Yes, because I, I, would, I would never want to force multiply a fantasy pick, especially if they're not performing all around amazing. And obviously, they're not doing well in Marbula 1. I would only force multiply if they were also killing it in the other tournaments. They are not. And I might even, as much as, be inclined to put them in my Times 2 again this year. But I'm mm-hmm. and, but I'm saying just as a blanket. As a blanket. They need to be on your team for fantasy. But that's Marble League. That's a different day. We have many days to go into that. Mellow Meadows. People,
0: oh, like, uh, no, like, people are saying they regret picking them because they got twelve. But remember those, the score gap was so tiny right. that picking, uh, d- picking the 12th place Marble and like the 4th place team would basically change nothing for
1: you (laughs) yeah and and, and, um i just i have so many things i want to yell about i don't want to yell about that one tonight um but i will when we finally get back to marvel league stuff i will be bringing that up that will i will go back to the data from last year and show you how close 12th and 4th was and scream at you Mm. that to stop okay (laughs) basically just because data
0: says but I will say, like, like I do agree with Alex. It does feel, like, especially with this M1 here, with how, like, the crazy cat size, like, even though they're still doing good, like, it's not, like, a, a runaway race, a runaway season like it was last time. This does indeed feel like a new era. Like, it's of, like, new champions. Like, in M1, these are, like, some rookie teams who actually are proving pretty good, at least from last race. Like, this does feel like we are entering some sort of new age. And who knows like like this this okay i'm gonna say it right now this m1 wow. is going to be a massive indicator or sorry not no sorry not ML, this uh, ml this this year's marble league okay which has been delayed Uh-oh. it's going to it's going Wall to Fancy tell us you can so, talk about
1: marble league near me all right say what you're going to say uh, okay uh, this Let's year's marble league is going to
0: be the most important i would say in the series history because this is going to be a very big defining element of how things are going like are the Savage Speeders actually transitioning into being a not-as-good team? Are these new rookie teams going to actually start dominating? Who are these new Marvels that are coming in to join the league? This is going to establish a very different dynamic for the whole series, and it's going to be quite— like It's going to really change, I think, a lot of how we look at things based on how it all turns out.
1: Yeah. Um... Let me think again. So Savage Speeders won the first one back in 2016, right? And then followed by the O-Rangers and followed by the Midnight Wisps and followed by whom? This is the Raspberry Racers and then back to the Speeders, right? They won 2020. And then who won 2021? Mellow Yellow. Now, I'm going to tell you what. I know we're talking about Marble League and I have the Marble 1 race. By the way, while if you're watching the Chrome, while I'm talking about Marble League, look at the race in front of you. Look at the exchange of leads. Look at, look at the paths Marbles take. Look at clutter right down what the center there. Lap two clutter in um the chicanes we'll call them, the chicanes. All right, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys look at that if you're on the Chrome. Um, those are your winners, right? Those are your winners from our league. Um, Savage Peters, O Rangers, Midnight Wisps, standouts. Savage Speeders again, Mellow Yellow standout. The only team that really seems to not fit that group in general is Raspberry Racers, but then they kind of assimilated. And they also suck right now. They are mm-hmm. they are nothing right now. They're not even in Marble Marbula One this year because of how much they're bad. Um, but no matter for them. But I I do feel that we are at a pivotal Marbula League. I would agree with WAP. I don't know if it's the most important. And I would love to have an episode where we just talk about what is the most important Marble League up to this point, including you know what the one to come. I would love to have mm-hmm. an episode about that. So that should be a great episode. Yeah, pocket that episode. one, and we'll yell about that then. But I will say this: we and and I and listen, I really thought that the Speeders were also going to repeat by being the first repeat,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? They were the first repeat champion, but they weren't the first like in-a-row repeat. And I thought they were going right. to take that too in Marvel League. They did not. Which is great. And I was just, I was just wrong about that. I thought they were going to push far. But other than that, the age of the 2016 teams has run its course. Marbula 1 shows us this in some respect. You know, we still have the, the, veteran, the three veterans are still looking for first, but look who's right behind them. Kobolds and fourth, unheard of. <laughs> the age is over, and I think that this is a very important Marble League because it's going to tell us, is the age over yet? It will end soon. Event The Savage Beaters won't always be the winners, followed by the Own Rangers, followed by the Midnight Wisps. Those 2016 teams, they'll start to change. They'll start to de- um, to um, to degrade a little bit in skill. We'll have new teams rise. And they and they might do things to bring themselves back to glory. And there might always be a sliver of savage beaters in the victory corner. But the age of the 2016 teams, the age of the beginning few continuing to dominate or be present in some form in that top three podium is starting to end. And I think that we're starting to see it here in Marbula One. And I would go as far as to say that you're starting to see it here in Mellow Meadows. And that's why this race is so important to me, because it is the single point. If I look back and I say to you, if we truly have an age change, an era change, I'm going to say this. I'm going to put this out there. I want this to be heard when I'm saying this right now. We, if we truly have an age change come this fall with Marble League, we truly have an age change come the next Marble One season. I want to look back and say the marker of that age change was Mellow Meadows. Because Balls of Chaos ruled the race. I know Red Eye won, but Balls of Chaos ruled the race. Because besides the three hanging on at the top, which marbles are right below? Looking at the screen right now, Primary in third, Alpine in fifth, Cerulean in sixth, Um, down to Dash in ninth. Those marbles don't belong there two years ago. Rapidly in 18th, Waspy in 17th. Smoggy in 18th. Placements just changed. You get the idea. He was in 19th a second ago. That's not okay. Mimo in 15th. I'm not saying it's a complete age change. We still have a Rangers and Red Eye leading the pack in this race. We still have Red Eye being victorious in the end of this race. I'm saying that this is the marker of the beginning. I think this season's the marker of the beginning, but I really look to this race as the marker of the beginning. You might say a raceway would be a better choice because that's where you actually saw um, rookies win or glor- rookies to glory win. Mm-hmm. But the reason I would say this is because this is where you get to see it in the standings. You see your three veterans hanging on, but but enjoy it. Right. Enjoy, I'm going to skip ahead in the video. Enjoy the standings. Enjoy the standings here at the end. Crazy Cats, Izzard Rangers, Balls of Chaos, wonderful. Cobalt's Mini Maniacs. Momo in six, Galactic barely hanging on. Primary, those are your top eight. Those are a wonderful top eight, but even more so. And that's great. It's great you have those in the top eight. Galactic is the only real other veteran hanging on in there, mm-hmm. like veteran to like veteran to glory. But again, Galactic has never really had its time. But other than that, but look look at who's at the bottom. Green Duck, 17th. Mellow Yellow, 18th. Midnight Wisp, 19th. Savage Speeders, 13th. No, it's not just showing the teams that are rising, but look at the teams that are falling. This is the marker of that. Oh, Raceway might be another pivotal um track for this. But because I appreciate the race in Mellow Meadows so much, and I really focus on the standings and the race. In this particular video, I'm going to use this as my marker. So when if it does happen, I'm going to say, look back at Mellow Meadows. That's the beginning. It's the true beginning. Hmm. And in general, Marvel 1 season 3 as a whole shows that. That's an important re- revelation from this race and this episode. <sighs> Wolf, well, talk to me about red-eye. Red Eye.
0: All right, talk to me about Red
1: Eye. I want. I want to see what you see. Did you see what I see with Red Eye in this race?
0: Um, I'm pretty sure I did. Like, like, like that. The the bumper, uh, the bumpers, man. Like, we got a sneak peek at that with the high sense event, which we'll we'll talk about another day. But like, they actually ended up being way more effective than I expected. Like, I thought, oh, this is just like less good helixes. But like, those no, bumpers no. really did actually spice things up a lot. Like. The way you go through it can alter you like like the, the standing I so much like sense. like Red Eye t- took the advantage of so like like Orange and like getting hung up there for a bit like th- like going down it in a slalom pattern it's like zoom right through caught up in so much speed like it was such a close fight like the whole time I I was that is it's it was so crazy seeing like the changes and mm-hmm. like Red Eye actually like they didn't like they. Like they started in fifth, right? Like after the the restart. So like they had a they had a bit of ground to make up there, but they managed to do it. And it's it's kinda scary every time they do it.
1: Um I wanna focus on a few things here about red eye. A few things about red eye. Number one is the patience of red eye, which is true, which is true. And a racer needs this kind of patience. Okay? Because Red Eye did not take all the places back in one lap. He didn't even take most of the places back right. in a few laps. He took places back one by one over the course of this race. Starting mm-hmm. from about lap three, when things kind of stratified enough for racing to really be called racing. Um, that's why it's good that things are more than a couple laps. But um, if all the way to lap 11, it was one by one. It was inch by inch. It was track length by track length. And he was patient. At no point during the race did I think Red Eye seemed unsure or unprepared. He always was fast. He always seemed to be keeping up, even with the marbles in front of him, even though they were in front of him. That means a lot. He starts here in about fifth. And I say starts, when in lap two, but that's really what starts to matter. About fifth mm-hmm. here. And it's work. You know what, though? It wasn't just grit, right? It wasn't just Red Eye being, oh, I'm going to just be as fast as I can. I'm just going to really try here to be Red Eye in this race as Clutter leads the pack comfortably and as the Rangers start to work up their lead as well. Red Red Eye knew where to make up the ground. Right here is a good example. Boom, look at the chicanes. Oh, my God, wonderful. Red Eye had two strategies for the chicanes red and, and, and this' is wonderful this is truly wonderful and watch back this race you only see about one or two mistakes over all 11 laps with red eye on the chicanes and by chicanes I mean those tan circle things all right there's a lot of different types of chicanes I mean the tan circle bumpers that stuck out there were two there were two winning strategies that red eye used to always be effective in those chicanes and that was well depending on how we approach them so if you if he had the opportunity, to see the middle of the chicanes to see that middle line he dove in the middle line. That's easy. any marble would do the same right right down the middle if he gets a chance and that's a lot of speed down the middle because you know you're staying off the bumpers so you can't you're not gonna lose any speed that way right That's an easy one. but sometimes right I didn't have that line. And he did something that not many other marbles did in the race. Most marbles when they didn't have the line down the middle of the chicanes just let the chicanes control the racing. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's see it here. Let's just see it here. I'm. I'm, I'm just gonna. Just, please, you should be on the Chrome at this point. If you're not, we're we'll watching the race. Look at all these marbles come down here to the chicane. Even Clutter, and Clutter did pretty yeah. well in the chicanes. Um, that time he did there. But look at the look at a look at the most the majority the pack of marbles if they don't get that middle line it's left and right and left and right right. I mean, you think how else could you go through them? Well, Red Eye did something interesting. Red Eye knew that left and right this this was no helices. Right? This was no helices. Sometimes playing with the obstacles is the best way, but this time it was not the helices. You didn't need to play with the obstacles as the smartest way. If you couldn't get the middle line, what did Red Eye do? He just went right over the top. He sped over the top. He put extra energy into that moment, and he sped right over the top, mostly down the leftward line, as you see the O-Rangers did for second, but Red Eye was very good. and Sometimes he would get not only over the first bumper, but he would roll right over the second one, too. That was amazing. And he would gain a lot of ground, and make up a lot of space with that, with that strategy, because he never let his position. He would never, he would never opt for only one option. And most marbles do that. Most marbles are like, okay, obviously the middle is the best, so let me try to get the middle. And when they don't get the middle, well then they just kind of falter out there. Red eyes like, all right, I'm going to get the middle sometimes, but sometimes I'm just not going to be there. What do I do then? Okay, best path? Let's roll right over the obstacle because rolling over the obstacle is faster. Rolling o- over the obstacle is going to be the most useful if I can't get that middle line. Does it again here. Right over the two obstacles and straightens out. And he's right on clutter after that in lap mm-hmm. 7 because of it. Oh, Rangers are left way behind. Beautiful racing. Yeah. Beautiful racing. And that's, that's that really stands cool. out, Waff. Mm-hmm. All right?
0: No, I agree, man. It's it's a great race. I wish I got a chance to rewatch it before this, but like I got so much. I got caught up in so much. I would have had more to say if I had it more fresh in my mind.
1: No, tr- truthfully, truthfully. Um, but th- there was a lot here. Now, I want to point out one other thing that Red Eye did a lot. Now, Red Eye was also hurt by this a few times with Clutter, which shows Clutter's ability as a racer. And Clutter's ability as a racer stands out similar to Red Eye's. Um, it's just that Red Eye is more experience he's a better racer than clutter but clutter had similar things was smart through the chicanes um did a couple did the thing that red eye i'm about to talk about he did this too to red eye a bunch and then um clutter also got out early he got out to a lead early and it's kind of like in mario kart if you can get out to first early like within the first half a lap and get that space then if you have the right items it's kind of easy to defend a while and kind of hold that lead so um, same idea so clutter really was smart about getting out there quick now, I don't know I don't know how to put this into words very very easily, so I'm going to do the best I can, and I'm going to hope WAF picks up with me what I'm talking about. Okay. All right, and you'll see this in lap nine. I think you're about to see it right now. I think, let me see. Is it about to, it might be about to come up here right now. It might have been earlier in lap nine. Uh, I'm going to try to see if it comes out here in lap 10. I, th- I thought it was like one time at the top, one time at the bottom with red eye uh let's see it might be here yes okay yeah yeah there okay so right there actually i'll go in chrome and pauses. do a little close we haven't done this in a while close 0.25 speed analysis this is wonderful now this is important because this is this is something that i feel that no one has noticed before because no one could really put words to this well watch this i'm pausing right here in the chrome now and i want you to notice the path here i just noticed that look at the path here so I'm going to try to explain this, and I'm going to try to show it, okay? And bear with me here. I really encourage you, watch the Chrome in this moment, because this is important. This is a big deal. This is this is something I feel that I've never been able to put words to when I'm trying. There is a strategy I've seen a lot in racing marbles that has been effective. I don't know what to call it yet. Maybe the slingshot strategy. Maybe just the... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to how to word it yet. But it, it basically goes like this. Okay, you have two marbles, right? Let's say Red Eye's in front, or Rangers in the back, right? They're they're right up next to each other. close. They're heading towards a wall, right? They're heading towards a wall. Now, or, or, now the Rangers are right up top of Red Eye, which is which is sometimes smart racing because that that's where you can cause you know mini collisions that could that could hurt the marble, and you know sometimes you can dodge around if you're close, drafting, get the speed, whatever. So Rangers doing the right thing, right? Now Red Eye. They're coming out of the turn and into another turn. So they're going to hit a wall. They're going to hit a, a wall pretty hard and like change direction. Now, now red eye being in front of a rangers, there's this wonderful thing where he, he makes sure instead of trying to get away from the arrangers, he stays right in front of Orangers rangers and even almost leans into that position a little bit. And then when they hit the wall, this amazing thing happens where the arrangers, as red eye hits the wall, also ram right into red eye. Now the arrangers sandwiching Red Eye and the wall, well, no, the arrangers and the wall sandwiching Red Eye. Sorry, I got a little misspoke. They shoot Red Eye out like a slingshot. Boom! You'll see this right here. I'm going to show this right here on the Chrome. Look at what I'm saying. 903. Boom. 904. Well, it's going to the camera's going to cut here in a second on the Chrome. Right? It's going to turn over. 905. Sorry, it's 0.25 speed. We're going slow here. Look at here. <laughs> Coming around, Red Eye. Staying it now. He hadn't made a mistake there on the chicane, but that's okay. Red Eye still in front of O'rangers. They come out of the turn. Now watch what Red Eye does. Red Eye leans into it. He goes away, and then now O'rangers. That's beautiful. Coming back here, what happens? I'm going to show it again. So Red Eye, O'rangers lined up. They come out of the turn. They come out of the turn. Red Eye leans into it. He leans back into the turn. Look at look at the lineup of the two marbles right there. They're gonna hit this wall, and this wall is like it's curved, and it's like at a over forty five degrees that they're gonna be hit. Here, it's Mm -hmm. not like a it's not like a gradient wall. They're coming at it hard, but what happens? It's it's wonderful. What happens is I was trying to pause it there; it did not work. Um, Orangers are stopped dead for a second, and the wall sandwiches the two, and Red Eye is shot out way ahead here. I'm gonna try to pause here. See the space Red Eye gets? He allows for that collision to happen. And then boom. You see, look at look at the distance already just a f- couple frames later between O'Rangers and Red Eye here. We're already about three marble lengths or two marble lengths and now it's 345 as he shoots out. Now, for a while we've seen that and never put a name to it. We've never put a an analysis to that because we're like, we how could we? How could we think that that would be anything? But that's smart racing. You need to be able to use the marbles behind you as much as you need to be able to use the, uh, the obstacles and the marbles in front of you to your advantage. And that's what happens there. I don't have a name for it yet. I want a name for it. I'm, the slingshot is the only thing that comes to me because it looks like the marble in between the wall and the other marble gets shot out like a slingshot. But I don't know if that's the best term for mm. it. So I'm going to let you guys kind of uh, marinate on this. But you guys, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm going to show it one more time again on the, on, on the chrome just so you really get this. Maybe like the maybe it's it's almost like they're being
0: compressed and like then launched like a rocket.
1: The rocket launch that that could work. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Boom! Again, right here. All oh, this is beautiful. This this lock up that these marbles have, and 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 you see a rangers, a rangers is dulled. It's not necessarily stopped dead, but it's a dulled. The speed is halved on the arrangers, and they don't come out fast, and they don't come out with dynamic pep to their racing after that movement. Now, Clutter put that movement on Red Eye about lap 7-6 and got a lot of space. And that's why he had space for about four laps until Red Eye's like, uh, this is not happening, balls of chaos. It is, but it's truly a a really smart racing maneuver. And you may think it's an accident, but when you, but I mean, especially when you want to get in role play here, uh, any marble that can use the marbles behind it to his advantage. And Red Eye did this three times in this race. Three times, Red Eye did this in this race. So come, so couple that with how Red Eye approached. Look at he's rolling right over all of them. The the bumpers. I mean, truly, this is the top of the mark racer. Now, Clutter just did that to Red Eye there. Um, not like in a major way, like in the other one I just showed you, but he barely ticked him, but it's still it dulled him for a second. And you see that and start to look for that. Start to look for those compression of marbles and that, that rocket launcher, that slingshot, because that's huge. That was revealed to me more here in this race as well. Big race. Big race. Man, I cannot stress enough the importance of this race. Pinching. Pinching. Yeah. I like that, Alex. Pinching. Live chat. That's wonderful. Pinching. It's a pinching maneuver. Hmm. Except instead of pinching, you are being de-pinched. And that pinching... <laughs> that's a rewarding maneuver. Very happy with that name. So we're going to call it that. We're going to call it pinching. The use of pinching. Hmm. Defensive pinching? Offensive pinching. No, because not offensive. Like, it's defensive pinching. Because you're getting like you, pinched you're, on.
0: You're anticipating the squeeze, so you you thread the needle right between them before it happens, where they block you so that you get launched instead. instead. Right. So, like, like th- like
1: threading? Hmm. We'll talk about, all- we'll, 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 we'll ruminate. We'll ruminate on this. I like the word ruminate in this case. We'll ruminate on these things. I
0: mean, I really wish I had rewatched it just so I could match your energy. Just But, like, it's, like, I do, it is a good race. I just, I just wish I could remember it and recall it much more clearly in
1: my head right now. Sometimes I watch a race, even sometimes I'll watch a race before the show, just right before, and I won't get a lot from it. I'll be like, this just seems like another race. But sometimes you watch a race and you really are revealed to things. And that's why I love Mellow Meadows tonight, because I didn't even know that I was going to think these things, but I watched it and I saw it.
0: Yeah, that's... And I think I'm there's some episodes the
1: where I just feel lackluster, but WAF sees so much and Waff's talking and I'm just trying to bounce off him and he knows a lot and that's how it is and that's why we have two, co- two co-hosts because not every time right, are we yeah. going to pull everything from the race, but I'm going to tell you, tonight, Marble Guy's livid, but in a positive way. What's the word for that but in a positive way? Like,
0: uh, I'm, just, ecstatic? I'm
1: excited, ecstatic. There's a lot going on Marble-wise and I, I, I cannot stress enough, if you listen to any episode, listen to this one, I think there's a lot in this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Uh, we should talk about other aspects Um, uh, for instance uh, the beginning section of the interference This they, they, they've done this before I don't even remember what we said like how we felt about a tumult turnpike where we had like the, the streaker on the field on the first lap
1: <laughs> I know we didn't even I- get to like that part of it because there's just so much with red eye and clutter and old rangers Um, by the way just to cover something quickly before we jump into that and then we'll have to jump into rating and then jump into email so this will be a longer one but mm-hmm. I just want to cover one more thing so you'll see different racing styles from the top three um red eye obviously we talked at length about his racing style and is smart it's very good um and clutter i, I mentioned a little bit his um at least in this race his ability to get out in the front and if he you know he can't maintain front um right to the end um when he has to deal with red eye or rangers but he's able to keep up with them rangers racing style was was different than both and i didn't really i don't really get to get to like really observe it as much as i'd like to but um it seemed to me that the arrangers um like they just the way they race is very intelligent. Like, they have an understanding of of how racing works and how a course will feel and how marbles will move. And they, they always seem to be in the right place, not necessarily the most opportune place, but the right place. And so they always keep themselves in competition, and they'll move placements a lot. Oh, Rangers will rarely stay in one place for a long time, but they'll never drop too low. Mm-hmm. I'll give O'Rangers credit. It's a good race. It's a hard race to be good in when you had Clutter and Red Eye really being strong in this one. Um, but the O'Rangers the did a solid job. They were up to second. They were down to fourth. They were down to fifth. They were up to third. They were all over the place, but they finished in third, and they knew how to use the marbles around them to achieve what they wanted to achieve. That works to an extent, because with Red Eye, it's hard to really use them. But... It was smart racing. So, um, well, if I'm going to turn over to you, you can talk about the streaker. You can talk about rapidly, whatnot. not. do emails.
0: Uh I, I was just going to say, like, like it, it's it's funny to have like that drama back again. I don't. I personally don't mind. I, I I thought about it. I don't mind it. I like them adding stuff like this in, especially since they most likely filmed it after the actual race. So it's not like it actually changed anything. Like I, I'm pretty sure. I, th- I think even like some one of the J-mar- former J Marcy has mentioned on the show, like how like. Whenever they do that stuff, they always do it like after the main race. So, right. like, like they have the result already planned ahead. It's like, hey, we can add a little extra spice to this if you want to. So, yeah, like, I, I, just, I love that. Like, it, it adds to the fit. Like, someone pointed out, like, I think it was like on the, on the roll, like, the marble looked like it was like another, it was another mellow yellow one, just like the streaker from Tumult Turnpike, if not mistaken. So, it's like, <laughs> is this is the same marble
1: again? That's interesting. I figured it was just mellow yellow because mellow yellow, like, course, right? I didn't know, I didn't
0: think yeah. it really might be the same. Maybe, yeah, it's true, but, like, I, it's it'd be kind of funny if there was actually a canonical, consistent streaker in this in the universe. It'd be wonderful. Um, oh, shoot, did we ever mention, like, uh, on the show, like, Marble Earth is canon again?
1: I know, Marble Earth was, like, accepted. Oh, yeah, congrats to right. Stint on that, by the way. I we know can. that's out of the nowhere, but, like, I had to say it
0: before I forgot, but, like, out Marble Earth is canon again.
1: Um, I forget where, when I said that, but it was a long time ago um um oh no that was one of my reactions to beating a gd level i was like out of the frick of the nowhere i beat this um so i'm bringing that back but no yeah i'm very happy for stint i'm glad that's a part of it and he deserves it he works hard on that and he does. a lot of people work hard on that and that puts like it's hard to really bring the podcast or even the other pod especially the other podcasts. Um, who stays away from? No, no, not no, not because I think they're any worse. I think because they they even more stay away from more analysis based work. Right? They do. They do stay they, away from. it. They yeah, don't analyze true. as much as they they lore theorize.
0: They lore theorize and they do fantasy a lot, that, which, right. which is the main focus of their show. Like it's like literally like big gets big takes. That's the entire point right. of
1: their show. So I mean, so it's hard to really pull those. Um, that there's and um and even ours into the lore the the canonical lore understanding because right. we're just reacting to what the information we have but something exactly. like an article is really going to be able to be a set in stone way to process lore exactly yeah so i don't know i um i'm really happy for him um i think he deserves it i think he's worked hard enough to deserve this um agreed that being said I think we should, um, unless you have something to say about rapidly dancing again, let's cover, I'm going to cover, we'll give co- emails to cover, we have to cover them.
0: Yeah. Oh, we, we didn't rate, we didn't rate it, we didn't rate
1: it. Oh, rate it. Um, this course, here, okay, so when I rate, of course, the track is more in consideration than the race itself. Obviously, the race itself is one of my favorite races, I think, in Marble One, based on the, the 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 information revealed, but I, the actual track itself, I didn't love. I liked it. I liked the track, but does it really match Mellow? It doesn't match Mellow at all. When you think of a Mellow track, you think of a track with um, straights for speed, but not well, too long, the, of the and then, kind of, then started, kind of couched by more gradient turns. There was a lot of sharp turns on this track. True. So I'm going to go as far as to say that this track didn't perfectly match the vibe I was expecting. However, the track was good, the race was good, everything was very good, and... Um, it's hard to argue with the with the actual track layout. So I'd give this an eight out of ten, but two points dock because it didn't really match vibe with theme. Mm.
0: Yeah, it sounds good there's for me, not much
1: too. Sorry, well, there's not much effort put into theming. I mean I know it's just yellow, but I mean come on. There could have been a lot more yellow in the track. Yeah, let's- I well, love,
0: I love, yeah. I did love the pasture section, or like that, like that, the, the idea, like the, like the sheep and stuff. That's a very mellow feel. I wish there was more of that. So aesthetically, they could have done a little bit better. Yeah.
1: Um, and where's that? Yeah, where's that? Of, like the, on the course, like why is that stuff not integrated into the course? I still, it still doesn't make any sense to me. Why not? I don't understand. Yeah,
0: I don't know, man. It's weird, but like, yeah, they could do more theming. But like, the race itself was fun. I need, I'm gonna rewatch it again, but like. Right now, it was like fun race, and I can remember, it was great, a lot of fun fights at the top. It wasn't really clearly set in stone, so you were engaged the whole time. Excuse me.
1: Well, I was getting <laughs> tired, dude.
0: Mm. Yeah. I'm, dude, you had no idea. Uh, but, like, yeah. Like, it was fun. I'm, uh, My words are gone. It, it was intense. Lots of fun stuff at the top. I've said
1: fun, like, five times. It's good. It's good. It's 8 out of 10. They cannot do that live chat. They don't have the permission to do anything with the Mellow Yellow Soda on their channel, and they cannot do that. Uh, I think they get in trouble.
0: Oh wait, the that's TV an event. actual. That's why. That's where the joke from. Oh, I see. So that's why they have like the, the nondescript soda company joke. That's why. Oh, there's an actual Mellow Yellow. Yeah, the,
1: it says no W's in the name, and I don't think they're they definitely can't be using that on their channel without permission. That makes so much sense now. Why they do? That's no, amazing. I it I didn't think it baffles me why don't they? They don't go right there for a sponsor and be like, "We literally named the team basically on your soda. Let's do something." But right. um, whatever. I'm not going to worry about that. Oh,
0: anyway. Uh, actually, one, there's one more important lore point we need to talk about. Roldo w- was literally right behind Greg Woods. How do, uh, do you think Greg knew the entire time and just didn't say anything? Or is Roldo just that impressive that he can hide his presence? even In with, lore, the great I'm going to say Roldo's
1: that impressive. I like to believe Roldo is one of those entities that only only the fourth wall can understand. <laughs> and fine that's
0: that is amazing i never thought about that way that's amazing that makes a lot of sense
1: so there is no understanding or comprehending or being able to locate Raldo in world of marbles Raldo is like this wow if you get to see him then you've seen god you know uh (laughs) sorry um but uh for the fourth wall the people who watch um we have the luxury though i never really look for roldo because i'm really focused on red eye and all the ridiculous things he's been doing well um, what's
0: crazy about it is like rollo says this one was hard and the last one was easy for qualifiers like like oh they're near sheep but like, okay i'll just look at the sheep section yeah. i couldn't find roldo during the qualifiers and i but i found them immediately in this video like it's, it, it happens at the very beginning like like it mentions greg like don't like don't don't tell greg as a hint and then like literally we see a picture of the tower and just behind with the, the little pillars on the tower behind him, you just see Roldo sitting
1: there. All right. Um. By the way, it does come for me to know that there is probably a small fringe group in this community that spends most of the time in the videos searching for Roldo and pausing and searching oh, and pausing and searching. And that's wonderful to me. Now we're going to get into emails because we have lo- this emails. This first one's really long and the other ones are going to be topical. So we're going to grind through. This might be a longer episode, yeah. but uh, honestly, in my opinion worth to listen. I have a lot of energy tonight, and I think there's a lot going on here. Um, this one is so long, I'm just going to read a lot of it fast, but uh, um, but I want to make sure I read it, and there might be some cool things in here. So this one's by Alex, of course, that's why it's long. He's subjected, let's get right in the news, into the news, whatever. He says, okay, okay, WSP, WSP, what does that stand for? We figured that out last time. Whatever, I don't care. We can't care right now. There's a long email. He says, So, to clarify my last email, I meant that they could use Marble Mania X's, but ever they. Oh, right. Because this guy said, What did he say? What what stupid thing did he say in his last email? Do you remember? About Marble um, Mania X? Oh, then Marble Marble One should feed into Marble League, and Marble Mania X yeah, should feed right. be the qualifiers for Marble. Yeah, yeah. And we kind of tore that apart, but let's see what he says. He As says, I meant, that could be used. Marble Mania X is whatever they want. Having teams like Black and Purple Rockets using a sea leak, where everyone gets their time in limer light in the limer light. Okay. Use introduce new events if they wanted to get the public eye. What if the black hole funnel was tested and denied, but people liked it, and could see it. That's fair. Use Marble Maniacs as like a dumping ground to kind of like figure things out. And it's like the vibe of it is like anything goes. So you can try new things there. And if you like new things, you can integrate them up. Yes, but it doesn't mean to be used as a C-League. It doesn't need to actually feed into um, uh, the other leagues. But it can be used as a place for ideas. I uh, I understand that. He says TLDR. What does TLDR mean? I always forget. Too Long Didn't Read. Too Long Didn't Read. And WSP
0: read. means What's Up.
1: Okay. TLDR. They should have fun with Marble Maniacs because no one's going to give a, a duck. Because uh, there's going to curse something oh god! If the Jawbreakers or the Blackjacks lose, point being, Marble Sports is much more impactful if you have personal ties to it. That's fair. Let's just say Rojo roll, Rollers roll fan, all six of them. <laughs> That's true. They don't care as much about League, so teams having the attention would be good, in my opinion, speaking of personal connections. Okay, cool. Next. Uh, so I'm shopping at Etsy for Marbles. I search for Marble Track and recognize one of the seller's name, Racing Marbles League. Oh, wow! Racing Marbles League. I wonder who they are. All right. I searched up on YouTube and watched one of the videos. I comment for it. By the way, if you didn't know, I don't know how you wouldn't know. I talk about them a lot. I was ecstatic. This is marble racing at its finest. I remember why I watched and watched before. I thought Crimson Lady Goat T-Bot, I essentially thought it was meant to be like Lead Cookie or Eminem racing, not serious. <laughs> Alex, you know, Alex, you know that I am the commentator for that. We'll get there. Okay. Right, right. <laughs> Feel free to read that sentence as many times as you want because I'm upset. I just didn't finish the video long. Okay. You thought it was meant to be like a lead cookie? No, no, no. It was very good. They're they're the future of Marvel sports. Here's why I loved it so much. Good RML love. Let's hear it. It felt fun. The tracks were imperfect, but it had the, imperfect. Okay, well, we're gonna talk. But it had the same vibe of playing in your bedroom. What? I think it's a professional production, but I'll read. Playing in your bedroom late at night with a notebook with scores. I felt the need to mention. Are you watching season three? Season three to me is a, is almost as professional as JMR's production. Just lighting is a little maybe bit he's
0: mentioned. Now, so. He might be talking about like like the feel of it not that's fair that's
1: fair and I, I don't know i'm also trying to read this one quick because it's long as friends. i know it felt professional mostly thanks to the graphics but this leaks design made it feel so real okay so it did feel professional you just have a vibe that goes well okay that's fair i understand the commentary this is definitely a me thing but like most people during podcasts it's impossible not to agree or disagree with the people you listen to since an, e- an email you're every week and i feel like i'm right there with you guys the whole idea of commentary is to feel like you're watching discussing with someone it's a hard feeling to describe but i think you might get the gist or the gist idk i don't ducking know anymore so you're saying that I do do that with my commentary, or I don't? I feel like I do, and I think that's supposed to be a compliment, though I'm not sure.
0: I think he's saying like, is it difficult to not agree or disagree with the people you who you are listening to? Wait, it's impossible
1: hear- not to agree or disagree. Yeah, because like they're gonna give opinions, and you agree or not disagree. The whole idea of a commentary is. Um, Okay, I'm gonna well he's in the live chat, so oh, I'll come i come explain that
0: one. So the, the the whole idea of commentary is I feel like you're watching and discussing with someone, and so because like, he has experience like with us through the podcast, like you have a, like that skill set, like where we're kinda basically of discussing with our audience, it kind of naturally translates very well to commentary he says.
1: Okay, okay, that's true. This is what M MN Racing MNH Racing could have been, MNH Racing sucks. The biggest flaw being the names, but it really grew on the me the part of the fun favorites to Swirly because I like the colors and the rookies and skunk because I like the colors and Note of him will probably join the Discord. Good. Things I should update you guys on: the real life bowling alley of going going smoothly, but there are some problems. Mostly being, I hardly have time because homework, and I never satisfy how it turns out. I'm on my third draft and fifth bottle of green paint. Um, there, I'm excited for this though. I want this to be quality. I want it to look nice. I want it to look like you would see it at the store. I want it to look like an official toy you would buy. Making a golden cat's eyes a pain, and the waff Pepsi thing is also hard to do. But I make us wear this gun. I forgot that he was doing this.
0: I I need to actually remind me when you started this because like this is an old project he was doing. Also, I can't wait for this. Alex should clarify that also, like, it's like just like, has personal ties to the commentary, so he, because of Extra the show. So, I saw yeah. that.
1: Thanks, Walf. Well, thanks, Waff well. okay. really sure. doesn't understand that I'm trying to get through this email. I know, it's so but, the, but the, long. Okay, the
0: audience, this is an auditory medium, first and foremost. People can't know your thoughts if you don't say them.
1: I'm just, okay. Sierra frequently talks about how much better at tennis she is than you. She's probably better, but I'd love to play her. And she sees all of your messages, but is very busy. I can second that. So don't worry. I don't think I've sent her a lot of messages. That was my point earlier on. Like, I don't think I've sent her a message in a while. Every once in a while, I'll throw a meme towards her because I just send memes to people <laughs> sometimes. But I haven't, like, sent a message. I haven't been like, hey, where have you been? Um, so I'm going to try to remember to do that. But I'm also so I told Alex to go tell her to do that so that I can remember by not having to remember and by someone else remembering. But I'll try to remember. Um, but Sierra, I remember you. You're awesome. Um... If you ever come to Florida, then I'll get to meet you, and that'll be cool. All right. I don't think Green Ducks will return their former glory, uh, and the Savage Beaters will decline slowly. No, not because they can't win, but because they feel no need to. Understood. We talked about this. Like, what is there them to do anymore? I see them as a team who does what they need to do and amazes, but a team really cha- challenges their glory. I'm completely fine with seeing them middling in the years to come. Will they finish top eight in 2022 20, ML? Yes, of course. I would say yes, of course. Well, chat. Will they break a record? Most likely. Mm, we'll see. But what I see from them now is they're having fun in a sport they like. That's fair. They don't seem stressed out. I'll give you that. Lol get prank Oh, he's saying that he's going back on his word. This is the Savage Speeders. They don't know how to not to try their hardest. That's true, too. Maybe Rapidly does not, does, but in this universe, it's the highest caliber they can achieve. They aren't going to throw it away. Surely they are... It's so hard to read this fast. Aren't on their best all the time, but no one is lol. That's true, okay. My favorite new color is purple. I like purple. Speaking of which, I made i made my own team with the name amethyst alliance oh okay i'm assuming you are calling it that because you got it from me i'm, I'm assuming you didn't just come up with that name on their own or thinking who did because i've mentioned that but i love that name on this show a lot and that's name will be in the racing Marble leagues future tournament anyway look identical to purple rockets and quite frankly i prefer to have in the league overrated burger king true underrated pepperoni bagel bites true Brendan, don't forget to make a Marvel team tier list for a thousand subs. Something you can make a joke being like, Swirly gets a Swirly, or maybe the Marvel equivalent one at least, in a way that doesn't feel forced. I will make a best of MSWP because one, will be funny. Two, I have all these clips saved in my PC and I want to get rid of them in a video format. Shit, yes, long email, what for Woff and Brendan only. I wouldn't be offended if you were just to cover one of the talking boys. When I covered all of them. Shit, or even respond to a couple in the next episode, but regardless, emailing in is still fun and I've covered all of them and I've the been So i yeah. All right. Wonderful. <sighs> And okay. I
0: responded, knowing Brendan, he's going to read
1: the whole dang thing. And I was right. <laughs> you were right. Okay, Richard Hinckley, uphill challenge. He writes in, he says, Which do you think is the closest to the top of the hill? The blue dot is the top of the hill, ice mountain, or crystal clear? ocean cats eyes or blue tiger these are names of marbles i can't show you this picture that i have in this email or i could but we don't have the time so i'm going to say i don't know and let Waff answer with the uh, yeah, podcast I, email later
0: is it relevant not because like they, they was asking for their video but like i think it was crystal clear did was closer and was tiger or something i can't remember i it, it's something that you need to get a really good zoom in on and you can't do that on your phone really
1: yeah we'll worry about that later uh, Richard also says, Have you ever seen another marble jump over another marble during a race? I think we've seen that once or twice. It's very rare and it's really cool. I've seen it happen in a uh, hot wheels racing too. So it's really fun when it happens. Um, it's, it's wonderful. Um, we're actually not Who doing terrible at time. Only an hour four. Richard Hinkley wrote, wrote, wrote in and then he showed like a picture of like, I think it happening, which is actually kind of amazing. Yeah.
0: But which, uh, Oh, the most recent one. I didn't see that. Oh, jump over a marble
1: and if you still think i'm going too fast well we have a do coming up so a do you know you know his emails so everyone huh. relax but what a do is the last of this episode um 100 uh, we're, <laughs> 104 we're an hour and four minutes on the on the oh we're actually not doing terrible on time we're an hour and four minutes on the whole episode so that's not terrible so do's yeah. should bring us to the end Alex, I love your full email. I love I love reading through all that and doing it fast and just enjoying it. that um, was wonderful. I think Waf has processed Richard's email. So here we go. Let's relax here and let's cover our dues and we'll wrap this up hopefully in the next 10 minutes.
0: Does he have two?
1: So, he has two plus what I want to talk about from okay. the uh, other thing you said. So this was the one from last week that we missed. Some M1 and the upcoming commissioned event. Best fight for the top positions so far. This is talking about the O Raceway.
0: The O Raceway, yes.
1: Which I am going to apply, reapply that sentence, rightfully so, to Mellow Mellow Meadows, which has the best fight for top positions so far by far in Marbula 1. Because not only was it a fight for top positions, it was a three-way fight for top positions where all three marbles were equally involved in the fight. But that's okay. Okay. Thanks to do. But this is O-Raceway related. And especially satisfying to see the rookies fighting up front and achieving the podium. I do think they knew how to use the Orlando sand to challenge the established teams and return home with great results. True. I'm sure some practice in the sand helped, though. I'll be short about RML. Crazy run by Serp and Smart. This is also from last week. Something mm. like race two. The tracks with different characteristics allow us to better know the strength of each racer. I agree. We're going to learn a lot about RML over time. Oh, a marble sports tournament. Based on a major sporting event, in this case, FIFA World Cup, the idea is common and doesn't go in line with their current content. The very reason they dropped their earlier visions from 2015 to 2016. Apparently, they don't even recognize those anymore since they're publicizing this commission as their first IRL event adaptation. However, it's a different beast because an official stance stepped in to make it happen. Currently, JMR is the only player that's relevant enough to attract and strike such deals. I say it will be interesting in its own way. And we're going to talk about High Sense um, in a future mm. episode when we have time... We'll probably, like, jump back to it. And it yeah. seems like it's okay anyway because um, someone showed me a stat that we that this this channel gets, like, 1,000 views per week, which means that people are going back... I mean, not, no, per day, per day. 1,000 views per day, I think Alex said. It's either 100 per day or 1,000 per day. But even so, based on the fact that each new episode gets about 200 total, means people are going back to old episodes ad nauseum, 100 per day, yeah. and listening to them. 100 per day, that's, that's about a... We'll round that up to about a thousand a week. People are going back to all their episodes and listening to them. Many people are. Many people are seeing the titles and the topics of all their episodes and wanting to dive in. If we're getting a hundred views per day steadily, he showed me stats. So um, I think it's okay if we jump back to high sense because that that episode will still hold up as a episode to analyze that. Um. um that that uh that video. A, in a later episode. Yeah, in a later. Okay. edu gj coming in with this week's email Ooh, here we go m1 title fight and a pause coming soon is this t- is this subject wonderful edu says sometimes i wonder if the goal of having a special features in every track is to nerf crazy cat's eyes absolutely not definitely not um because um Crazy Cat size are the best in the business. They are the best team in Marbula 1 at taking advantage of a new obstacle. Mm-hmm. You've seen that. I don't have to tell you that. Okay. Amethyst Alliance is truly a wonderful name, by the way. I'm so... Ha- I came up with that name. I came up with that name. That's that's mine. I was trying to go with Amethyst for purple. I was trying to think of a purple name team. And I was like, Amethyst, Amethyst. But I need another A. I want that alliteration. And I was like, I was trying to stretch past just the word team and the word clan and the word or whatever it is, balls of or whatever. And I was like, Alliance. I love uh, the, the few minutes of dopamine of coming up with that name. Those were wonderful. All right. So with the new obstacles, it's not all about pure speed, but it doesn't make a difference for red eye. They adapt and play smart, staying within striking distance and waiting on opponents' errors to jump ahead when it matters the most. Fortunately, Oringen and Clutter stepped up their game and made sure to join the breakaway battle. I know, it was very fortunate because it made for an actual exciting race and not just Red Eye, you know, plowing through. Because he plowed through those obstacles. Now Now it's up to their partners to continue the good trend. But another news caught my attention. Okay. JMR dropped a few comments about what's next. We'll have the midway break after the Honeydome, giving space for production of M1. ML22 will now release in the fall. I heard that, it's late. Yeah. And the poor Marble Rally was kicked to the curb once again. But truthfully, that's not the most popular thing on the channel. And maybe dead but for is the a year. Staple. Yeah, but it's I mean, come on. The channel's making changes. And if this is the year of changes for the teams within the channel, this could be the year for changes of the content. I uh, guess. Thanks, Wolf. I felt like I had to yell that, so we all heard that. Do I need to say it again? If this is the year from changes for the teams within the channel, then this might be the year for changes within the content. <laughs> okay, good. Um, it may be dead for the year. Domino effect from the MX Exaster? I don't know. No, definitely not. Definitely not domino effects from MX. MX is kind of an island as to what was good. Because there was a lot of good things about MX. But that didn't cause... And there was a lot of bad things about MX. But it did not cause Marble Rally to be kicked to the curb. Marble Rally was kicked to the curb because Marble Rally does not pull the views that the other series uh, pull. And honestly, the view count on JMR is not good. It's going no. down. It's fluctuating down by the last couple of years. Their subscriber count went from 1.37 million to 1.36 million in this past week. And that might not sound like a big deal, but that's a lot of numbers. 1.37 million is 1,370,000. That's the number. That's what that is. 1 million, which is a lot, 370,000, which is a little bit of a lot, but a lot still. 1.36 1.36 million is 1 million. I can't believe I have to spell this out, but I'm going to do it. 1,360,000, which means they went from having 1,370,000 to approximately, and, and, you know, I mean, you could argue they went from exactly 1,370,000 to one million three hundred six nine 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 and they lost one sub, but that's probably not the case. They were probably within the 70,000s, so down within the sixty thousand which means they could have lost upwards of, of about 10,000 subs to drop that low, probably a few thousand. That's not good. View count is not good. So you think JMR is going to sit there and be like, okay, let's roll out our least revenue-effective series. No, they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that at all, hmm. and that's why Marvel Rally hasn't come back yet. There's only one reason. I,
0: I, Alex mentions like how like oh we have a better view ratio. Here's the thing though, we are a small channel, so we are so niche that if you're here, you're here for the long haul. JMR was big time and like mainstream quote unquote. So there are a lot of casual viewers who were there for a bit, but then decided yeah. to fall off. So like yeah, it's, JMR it was makes sense for them to have a lower ratio than us
1: but yeah, I don't, I don't know. But I mean, th- those are talks for less busy marble sports for times. But let me finish yeah. off with um one more thing. This is this is um this is for all those RML fans out there. who we'll cover RML for a second, Racing Marble League. Um, I'm <clears> gonna <throat> we'll read what I do has to say. This is like a this is like an email that wasn't supposed to be an email, but I'm making it an email. And then we're gonna wrap up for this. So Dude says this is this regard, he says I'll drop a possibly controversial opinion here That's what he says he says and in bold he says I hope we'll have a new champion this season talking about season 3 of Racing Marble League because it's a result that would be beneficial for the future of the series that's in bold okay right. then next he says this he says imagine an outsider finding out all three seasons had the same winner without any additional information this outsider doesn't know many races were hard fought. They don't know season two was decided in the last lap of racing by small details. They'll probably think it's not worth it because they just know the same competitor comes out on top every single time. That's fair. People will believe that there's only one marble worth paying attention to, eventually leading to appraisers, haters, polarization, literally in red number three situation. A new champion will be the best proof that up-and-coming racers are raising the competition level and shuffling up the order by giving the established racers a run for their money. Outsiders will have a first impression of a close, tight battle between multiple contenders in a high-level field that's always improving year after year with the introduction of new talent. Now, I ag- now I'm i just going to say this. I agree with this viewpoint. Like, if, I, if someone was like, take a viewpoint on the winner of RML Season 3, I would take a do's. That's what I would do. I would stand with a do on this point. But I always like to consider as many perspectives as I can. So I'm going to play one devil's advocate here, which is important. This is important for specific to marble sports. Okay, this is true. Now, I don't like this argument as much as I like a do's, but it's true. It's a true argument. Now,
0: mm-hmm.
1: when you have a coin, head's, tail's coin, <laughs> right? Now, listen, right. you're, you're going to like this. You're going to like this. Okay. okay. When, you have a, when you have a head's, tail's coin, and you flip it. You flip it once, right? right? You flip it, you go, flip, flip, flip boom, heads, right? Wonderful, heads. Right? You might flip again. You flip a second time, you get tails. We're like, oh, well, that makes sense. It's 50-50, right? You flip again, right? You get heads again, you might, right? Then you get tails, or you make get tails twice, and you make get heads again. Now, over time, if you flip and flip and flip and flip and flip, you will get an average of
0: 50-50, right?
1: Within all those flips, though, you're going to have a moment where you flip, 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 and you can get one, two heads in a row, three heads in a row, four, five, six. You're going to have six heads in a row at some point. Sure. You're gonna be like, wow, I thought this was 50-50. What's going on? Right? Now, that's when people are more likely... So you divert away from the solution that luck is involved. When, you, when, when six heads are in a row, they're like, something must be wrong with this coin. Now, mathematically, when you talk about coins, there is an explanation for that side. Now, now I'm using the other argument when I'm talking about Marvel. That three heads in a row, well, that six heads in a row that I speak of coin-wise, does have validity when, I mean, applied as in the same reasoning as three Crimson Lady wins in a row. Because one of the biggest things that I hear for especially casual marble racing fans is, isn't this luck? Isn't this luck? Right. How could this be skill? How could this, how could this prove good marbles and bad marbles over time? Even though there actually is data, especially on JMR to support yeah.
0: that. Yeah.
1: So Crimson Lady winning a third season in a row while creating some arguments. Cause people might be like, well, well, that just shows that, you know, things are always going to work out a specific way because it's just gravity. Mm-hmm. Um, shows how narrow-minded they are about how marble racing works. Also shows in a large way that it's not just luck. Because if Crimson Lady, the same marble, wins three times in a row, well, now we're starting to, we're starting to get that six heads in a row. We're starting to stray away from it being just luck. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to point that out. That is a that is an advocate for the other side, and honestly, if that happens, I'm not going to be mad. Crimson Lady won a third time because I think Crimson Lady is one of the best racers in Marble Sports. I think Crimson Lady could run with Red Eye down Mellow Meadows equally. I'd love to see it.
0: Yeah, no, like, but I, 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 that was a viewpoint from EJ that I never considered before. Like, yeah, if you try to explain, like introducing it to someone and like they don't want to rewatch everything they just tell me like how, like, how did the last seasons go so i know like kind mm-hmm. of a gist of it and you just tell them that yeah this per this marble won twice in a row right and it's like well is it- they're gonna be less interested like that makes sense like like yeah like oh so it's either a they think oh it's rigged or b oh they're like the minor differences just result in this marble
1: always winning so what's the point um alex doesn't seem to understand my flipping the coin analogy. Now, the analogy for the flipping the coin was to explain that the more one thing happens over and over, the more doubt creeps into a person's mind that maybe this event is not luck-based. When there's a bunch of possible events, but only one event continues to occur, then people are like, is this one event really luck? Because there's all these possible events, but only one occurs. Right? That was the point of the analogy. Um I like Crimson Lady too, I actually do. Um I don't think Crimson Lady is going to win this season. I don't want to give a lot of opinions right now because I hmm. again, I'm waiting for RML to become more established and again, I am the commentator, so I got to be careful. But I don't think Crimson Lady will win this year. Because Crimson Lady has not won this year. <laughs> that's that's really why Crimson Lady will not win this that's year. Crimson Lady just hasn't won. It's we're halfway through the season and Crimson Lady has not won a race yet. And there's too true. many other marbles who are valid enough to win a race this season. This is not season mm. one, dude. Season one, goat was second place. Goat can't get out of the bottom three. <laughs> that's so true, and they're called the goats too. Uh, I know. I think goat had a good race last time. I don't. Know. Yeah. I don't forget. Yeah, but the, I don't know. That's that's all I have for you all today. We're getting long on the episode. We're at 119, yeah. 120. That's a lot of marbles. This episode is packed. It um, is.
0: But yeah, we're going to have to uh, close it out there because uh, it's... All, and speak of the devil, it seems that... Well, not speak of the devil. I didn't say anything. But like, Re- Brendan got an interruption. So you know what? This yeah. is the this best is time, time to end it. Exactly um, right here. I was hoping
1: so, I would be able to get through this whole episode of screaming in my house about marbles without getting interruption. But I got one right at the yeah, well, tail end. It's like when it Red Eye passed it is Clutter like right at the end. It's 1141 for you. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah. They always come in and like, and they're like, <laughs> I don't know. It just baffles me that they think that like, reminding me that eventually the show has to end will make it end faster. Like, I, I just... It doesn't work that way. Like, we've literally been doing um, this for...
0: You've been doing it for three years. I've almost been doing it for three years now. episodes. How do you understand how this goes?
1: Um, I don't know, man. It always but... goes too long. That's the point of the show. <laughs> okay? <Yeah. laughs> um, anyway, um, that's going to do it for the show. I like this episode. I really mm. do. I think there's a lot in here. Um, I would direct people to this episode if they wanted just a lot about marbles just a lot of thoughts about marbles um limers i'll throw limers in there just so the word is in the episode good <laughs> um amethyst alliance what other things do i like to say about marbles oxygenics now that's a team name i was proud of that's gonna do it waft take us out all right roll on marble sports
0: fans